Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read Portland Ordinance, Section 712B1. Friends, today we're going to Portland. Portland is our destination. I would like to think some of you out there are saying, Portland, Portland, Portland. Why are we talking about Portland? I like to think some of you are asking yourselves. Some of you may be saying, Portland is not consistent with the theme of this podcast. Friends, it is consistent because we're going to Portland, Texas. Portland, Oregon and Portland, Texas probably differ from each other. Most people have never heard of Portland, Texas. I have not before today. When I was researching this podcast, I came across this city. Portland, Oregon, as many people say, has a reputation for being progressive. I don't know the nature of Portland, Texas, but I doubt if it has a progressive reputation. If you're in graduate school and you need a topic for a thesis or dissertation, here is one. The differences between obscenity law in Portland, Texas versus obscenity law in Portland, Oregon. Some of you may be saying, I'm not in graduate school. That's fine, friends. If you're not in graduate school, you can write a monograph, a pamphlet, a paper that addresses the same topic. Obscenity law in Portland, Texas versus obscenity law in Portland, Oregon. Friends, this section they have on science here, this ordinance on science, talks about a lot of things. It's huge. I have noticed that many cities have large sections dealing with signs. They go into lots of details about this sign is allowed, this sign is not allowed. You have to have signs that do this, signs that do that. Most of the section does not pertain to obscenity law purposes. So if you're a sign law junkie, then friends, you can still get some satisfaction from this podcast because we're going to talk about the pertinent part. You may want to go back later if you're a sign law junkie and get your fix by looking at the whole ordinance. If you're a sign law fan, maybe you have a podcast about sign law. That would be an interesting topic about podcasts. And maybe you have episodes that address obscenity because a lot of these ordinances that are about signs make reference to obscenity. We've discussed a number of them on this podcast. So friends, let me read to you the section that we're going to focus on. B. Quote, prohibited signs. The following signs are hereby prohibited. Signs containing statements, words, or pictures of an obscene, indecent, or immoral character such as will offend public morals or decency. End quote. This sign is not constructed the best. How? Let yourself think about that. Let's do an exercise. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. 
On another podcast, we discussed a law that talked about how signs that were obscene could, quote, affect public morals, end quote. This law addresses that too. So I wonder if that's a theme. How often do people construct signs that do this in Portland, Texas? This law seems to be pertaining to signs that are erected, not picket signs. If they were about picket signs, Westboro Baptist Church could be in trouble if they ever chose to go to Portland, Texas. I don't know of anything happening there that would excite them. Maybe they would go there for something. Maybe there is something that puts Portland, Texas on the map that deals with obscenity. Some people are offended by Westboro's sign calling them crude. Indeed, many are. Not every sign they create is obscene. They do have some that could qualify as obscene. I don't remember anyone ever challenging the obscenity per se, the obscenity of their signs per se, whether they use their signs in Portland, Texas or elsewhere. So that would be interesting to ponder. Usually it's the funeral picketing itself rather than obscenity. As Westboro goes, it seems people believe obscenity is a lesser legal issue to challenge them against. So friends, if you're in Portland, Texas, maybe God is calling you to challenge this law. Maybe you are being called to advance the First Amendment and freedom of speech in your area. If so, all the power to you. May you do great things with our First Amendment rights. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and alternative parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.